Hello, welcome to Before the World Implodes. I'm your host, Robin Mizerpan. Today, we've got a very, very special guest for the first episode. Hello, it's me. It's me, boy. It's Ryan Davis, Youngblood the Hunter, Little Jizzer. You know, he's got multiple nicknames, all self-made, of course. All self-made because, you know, if you need a, a good nickname, you'd need an actual fan base, I suppose. There you go. But and um, I'm just rolling. For those of you that don't know, Ryan's got... <clears throat> Ryan makes music in his spare time, and where, where's the country you've got a big a big following? Well, you know, I was telling you about earlier. Nah, from a while back. Do you remember when we were sat um, in the front room, and then you got that DM from the guy? Oh, in, in Pakistan. Pakistan. Ryan's biggest fan base is in Pakistan. So to any Pakistani <laughs> listeners, people from Pakistan, to um, any of my hardcore fans out there from the old Pakistan, um, listen, you're welcome. He's here. We did it. We pulled through for you. I did it for you. Brilliant. Listen, we're here today. We're going to talk some shit. It's um quarter past 11 a.m. We were going to do this last night. What's but the date? It's uh, the 22nd of November. 22nd currently. November. We were going to do this last night, but we didn't finish cooking until 2 a.m. And it was just a <laughs> little bit tiring, to be honest. Anyway, should we crack on road from I'll say so. Fucking dirt lash. Also, shout out to Jacob Perkis. For, um, oh, yes. For leaving the beers here. I don't know if he realised, but Jacob, we love you very much. Percocet Productions. You're a sound guy, Percocet Productions. Hit him up on Instagram. He's always very lonely and single. So <laughs> so far, um, this this entire introduction has been a massive plug for anybody. It has. Um, who else can you <laughs> plug? Sam Cook. Sam, we were, we were Sam listening Cook. to Sam Cook this morning. And um, what can you say, really? He's one of the greatest musicians of all time. Bro, do you know what? A, f- a while ago, I was like, I was like moving to someone on Snapchat, right? And um, we were just talking about like <laughs> getting like a cottage and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about like just dumb, dumb gay shit like that, right? Right. And um, and I was talking about yeah, we can you know like grow food and shit and we can like listen to Sam Cooke and bro it was going really well and then when I said listen to Sam Cooke the guy's like are you taking the piss what I'm like what bro what's wrong with Sam Cooke yeah what the fuck and then immediately you have to dip on the fella because you learn learn, in an ideal world I would have dipped on the fella but I kept it rolling still oh jeez I bet he also doesn't like um Bob Marley probably not it might be a might be a racist. It might just be a point blank racist, mate. So, the intention, the point of this podcast, pretty self-explanatory, really. Before the world implodes, it is my belief that one day soon this world is going to die. Be it climate change, be it crazy politicians sending nuclear bombs to other politicians, be it whatever, be it gay frogs rising up from the underbelly of our society. Turn the friggin' frogs gay. Big up to Alex. Plug in another one. Another Alex plug, Jones. Alex there Jones. There we go. But listen, that's what this podcast is about. That's what we're going to talk about today. Alex Jones. Right, bro. <laughs> Before the world implodes, what do you want to do? Um, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird question that I never really, I guess, gave much time to. I never really expect to get very far. You know. It's not. It wasn't in my plan, but it's that working class ethic, bro. It's the working class ethic. I mean, if I had to dream, if I want my ambition to go really go anywhere, 
I suppose I would like to make it in my in my music. You define know, find that though. Define make it, bro. Uh, make it, man. Um, I don't know. I don't expect to be the world's number one artist. I'd I'd be very comfortable with just make having like a relatively firm name in my own country. You know what I mean? Just Definitely. the UK. If I went international, that would be like exceeding my dreams. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be fucking. It's unrealistic, but it's it's um definitely you know slight it's slightly possible, and it's I think fucking magnificent. Yeah, it's like how someone's life, no matter how or where they come from, can be turned entirely on its head just by getting there. Do you know what I mean? It was a fucking someone started someone's first job was in McDonald's. I fucking was watching this yesterday. Mm. Did I watch this with you? Someone's first job was in McDonald's and it became big. Mo Mo Farah, bro. Was it Mo Farah? Yeah, Mo Farah's first oh, ever job. Was I'm a celebrity. Didn't yeah. You? <laughs> Yeah, his Listen, fa- I didn't realise that. Yeah. And now he's a like knighted and shit. Not that that would mean anything to me, but I'll get up there. I guess some people have that kind That's of cool thing there, different ambition. Coming from Mackie D's and then coming from Mackie D's and then put a sword on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Must be really fucking eye opening that. Yeah. Life changing experience, some might say. And um, some some would say. Some would just say. like my fucking Ryan is um reverted and. Some may say his brain has devolved slightly, and he started watching. I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Reality TV, which um, you know why? Because I find the funniest shit out of the dumbest shit. Like I went to see our good friend Finley. Another plug, big up friend. Speedy but needy Instagram. Hit that one up as as well. And I went, I went and gave her a visit, yeah. and we, I, uh, I was telling her we need to watch, come dine with me. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding, the fucking narrator in that show mm. is just an absolute savage, and everyone on that show is yeah, rather but, weird. But bro, that's like forty year old savage. That's like boomer savagery. It's fucking. That's funny. like savagery that like your nan finds hilarious. Have you seen that clip from Come Down with Me? It's like, well done. Yeah, you well done, Jane. <laughs> I hope you. All the grace of a reversing dump truck without any tires on, <laughs> mate. I just hate it so much. And do you know what, right? If I watch one episode of that shit, come down to me especially, I'll watch five. Yeah. And I'm going to pull this one back and shout out to Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, one of the greatest comedians of all time, and he once said that watching reality TV is like taking spray paint to your third eye. And it's very fucking true. The shit. But then again, mate, I was I was at like a house party the other day, yeah. like a few weeks ago now. And it got to the morning and everyone was like waking up and we're all just sat in the front room and watching Come Down With Me Couples Edition. Oh, and, yeah. But they pulled me in because they put some gays on there. So I'm like interested <laughs> in it. And then someone's like, I'm just sat there complaining about it. Like the little fucking teenage angsty punk. And, um, <laughs> and this guy's like, oh yeah, but you know, it's just a bit mind numbing, isn't it? You need that sometimes, like downtime. Yeah. And I think in that sense, like... Fair enough. You know what I mean? People need to numb their brains with all the complexities of the modern world. And all Some people fucking... just can't hack it, you know? They can't handle it. And they kind of need something to, to make everything feel a bit more sustainable, I guess. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people watch a lot of weird, like, really shit TV just to um, kind of make their life feel a bit 
bit better. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, at least it's not as bad or as obscene as this guy. I mean, it's better than suicide, isn't it? Like, well, it's better than actually killing yourself. But it's just like you have. I just feel like you have a certain amount of time on the planet, and like before the world implodes, do you want to just be sat watching? Like, dumb fucking TV. I haven't seen that film, but I've seen, like, posters for it. You know that film where, like, the guy, like, gets these glasses and he's, like, walking through Times Square and when he puts the glasses on, all the billboards just become, like, consume, obey. Oh, I think, what? like, Jizza shared it on Instagram and stuff, but there's, like, it's, like, a big film. And it's just, like, all of that shit is just designed to, like, numb your fucking brain. Yeah. But it's a vicious cycle. I mean, it's, it's like, the entire point, isn't it? The whole world yeah. is kind of plagued with um, capitalism and shit. Yeah, definitely, bro. And, and it's just no escaping it, no matter what you do. I mean, there is, if you're rich. I su- if you're rich. Bro, I I've suppose, got some, yeah. Bro, I've got some fucking wealthy friends that, like, didn't grow up with fucking TVs and don't use social media and shit. Yeah. And they fucking love their life. And I'm like, fuck. I yeah. wish I was like that. Do you know what I mean? You know why they love their life? Go on. Because they're wealthy. This is true. And as us two, you haven't had the, the luxury to say. No silver spoons in this household, bro. Really silver spoon I have is going right up your keister. Oh, beautiful and stuff. Mate, if I you, I'd get that down here because I've nearly finished this can. <laughs> mm. Mm. So I'm going to... I'm going to throw, like, um, um, kind of a debate. Go for it. Go for it, mate. And I feel I already can predict your answer. Yeah. But I want you to really think about it. Go for it. NWA. (laughs) What about them? Or. Or. The Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, bro, you know this already. Yeah. Because we are both, we are are either side of the spectrum. Yeah, Ryan's more Wu-Tang. Ryan grew up on on Wu-Tang. He's got the Wu-Tang hoodie. I've got the hoodie on now. Listen, you guys can't see this. Funny thing, I encouraged Ryan to steal this hoodie. I uh, I will I will confess to to my sins, bro. This back in back in secondary school days, yeah, when, um, we it? were little rap scallions making yes. our way through the modern world of consumerist capitalism as two young broke rascals. Basically, we were rascals. Yeah, I said, Ryan, if you I want used that to hoodie, always ditch a geography class every Thursday. To come see you in music and we'd make music legit, and shit. Legit. And then that one time we stayed after hours until the very end, of, like where we were allowed to be in school still. That and we, we were like on we the played, chairs um, and shit. And we were going what mental. Was, oh, bro, I just remember the one we played like Blow My Buzz instrumental. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, and that, I did that freestyle over it. Times, man. Oh, they were some really good times. But yeah, we're in H&M. And Ryan's like, I can't afford this hoodie. I'm like, listen. Yeah, it's like go into the quid. bloody changing room, my guy. Yeah, and bro is in there for like an hour trying to get the tag. Yeah, man. Been there for so long trying to get the security. See, and then off. I re- I didn't realize how easy it is to actually get the tag off. So yeah. I was just stressing for like a fucking hour over nothing, bro. I, I and then bro, I we'd all gone to back to school. Yeah, and you're still in the fucking changing room trying to get the tag off. I mean, it's a, it's miraculous they didn't notice you though. It's still got. I think it's still got the little red stain from when I broke the tag somewhere. Yeah, that's um, dope. That's dope. It is. It. It's still there. It's faded, cool. but it's that there. That is cool. But anyway, back to the question. Oh, yes. Wu-Tang NWA. I know you would always say Wu-Tang, but for me, it is NWA. And the reason I, I, yeah, but the reason I propose Wu-Tang over NWA is that you got to think about the 
group contribution and how they are also legacies in their own right as solo artists. This is NWA true. only has probably it's like but, uh, too but, massive. But no, because here's what you're not considering. What am I not considering? If NWA didn't blow, Dr. Dre wouldn't have blown. Right. If Dr. Dre didn't blow, right. Tupac wouldn't have blown. Right. Right. Eminem wouldn't have blown. Right. And then you think of all the people that were inspired by Tupac. And Eminem. Almost every modern rapper that we listen to, Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick might not have fucked with it if Tupac didn't fuck with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's not only that, bro. When I was like 12, we literally got like, bro, this was one of the years when we were like broke as fuck. Yeah. And bro, I literally remember the one birthday present that me and Tom got was like a shared birthday present. It was NWA Straight Outta Compton 25th anniversary CD. We were like 12. Bro, that blew my mind. I loved that CD so much. As soon as I got that, bro, as soon as I had the money to get another CD, I went straight into went straight into HMV and got um, what's it, Ready to Die by Biggie. Oh shit! And then it just went from there. Ready to Die is such a good album, bro. Such I a good it. record. Man. I I did a dumb, I did a dumb dumb. You did a dumb dumb. My second ever record I ever bought was Enter the Wu Tang. 36 Chambers mm. and it was my mate's birthday the other day and you did not give him that record I was like okay I'll give him the record I'll just get another one I honestly don't care bruh I'll want to, I'd rather get an um, original press anyway so I don't I mind that. throwing this that. away that makes sense so <laughs> I went to go meet him and then um I kind of hung out because we were meeting at Central Park yeah and I just hung out there with a few of our fr- friends before they got there yeah and I got relatively baked before right. I met him. Right. And I lost my bag. But not only did I lose my bag, I lost my fucking vinyl that oh, I was about nah. to get. And then when he turned up, I was like, well, yeah, sorry, mate. Kind of just fucking lost it. That and is fucked. See, I made a wager with him before. I was like, yeah. mate, I bet. When you find out what I got you, you're gonna want to kiss me on the lips. <laughs> and he, he, I, he, I, I told him that I lost it and what it was. Yeah. And he still, he still did. He just grabbed my face and he gave me a right, good smooch on the, on the, on the, that's on the lips. That's grooming. On the kisser. That's grooming, bro. Yeah. That's grooming. But now, not only do I not have my vinyl anymore, I, no one does. <laughs> no one has it. That's fucking. I mean, someone might. Yeah. Someone well, might have nicked it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I didn't find it when I looked. That's to be fair, if I was walking through the street and saw Yeah, I was thinking Wu-Tang, I'd be like, yeah. That's what I'm I thought. I was like, mate, there's no way I'm gonna find that. If someone spots it, they are not letting go to it. Nah. I also gave away my first ever vinyl I bought, which was Californication. Bro, why are you giving away all your vinyls? Because I want to get original press replaces. Bro, original press replaces of all of these records. Fucking Wu Tang. And the 36 Chamber and Californication, those first presses are expensive, bro. Yeah, but it's a worthy investment because I cherish these are albums I hold very close to my this heart. This is true. Listen, for those of you that don't know, for those of you that like stream music on Spotify or only listen to CDs or whatever, you really do not understand the the idealization of a first press vinyl and, and how like miraculous and glorious a good mint condition VG plus first edition record is first press oh. i got a black sabbath paranoid first <laughs> press in there it's my prized possession you can't see where i'm pointing because there's no camera but that first press black sabbath paranoid i've listened to it once 
not even all the way through, only only side A, and it is like, it is just amazing. I remember, I remember when you told me when you got there, you were absolutely ecstatic. You were over the moon. Do you know what? As well, support your local record store. Oh man. my god! Yes, support your local record stores. Really good records. Really Plymouth. good records. Fuck yes. They, I fuck with them. Um, before the world implodes, fucks with them. Young Blood the Hunter fucks with them. Really good records. Everyone it, fucks with them, bro. The Go. fucking the pinnacle of of an incredible small business, and that's all I can say. Established nineteen ninety five. Four. Was it? I think it's four. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. Know? I thought it was, and then I switched to ninety five because I thought it was the same year as Liquid Swords. Right. Anyway, back to the question. NWA oh, definitely. We keep sidetracking. They would smoke them. They would. And and not not li- listen. If you asked like the rap, like the nineties hip hop rap scene, they would probably say Wu Tang. The hardcore people would say Wu Tang yeah. probably. But if you asked people that listen to a bit of rap, they'd say NWA. And if you asked, if you went up to people in the street and were like, "How many members of NWA do you know? And how many members of Wu Tang do you know?" They, they would say NWA. they'd know the NWA more. You yeah. know what I mean? Because Ice Cube's like a household name with all the movies and stuff. Beat you got Beats by Dre. Yeah, and um. Easy E was Easy just known e as is, that guy from NWA. And I mean, to be fair, straight out of Compton as well, the film sort of like boosted them in the public in the public. Oh eye. yeah, and it's a bit more complicated with Wu-Tang. There's like nine members. Yeah, and they like it took me so long. To and I don't know, know man. Names. I mean, but this the thing about NWA and Wu-Tang is they all of the albums after the first good album never lived up to the hype. Nah, well, well that's and, what they did. Like, they set the, the bar too high. Chamber, yeah, and straight out of Compton, set that bar so fucking high up, bro, yeah. that I think I think Liquid Swords by Jizza oh, yeah. met that. And I think The Predator by Cube and The Chronic by Dre almost almost reached straight out of Compton, but they yeah. just fell short. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just fell short. But bro, the Predator, I feel like the Predator is on par with Liquid Swords. I really do. Well we always have this debate I think with it's Ice an Cube. incredible album. It is an incredible album. Bro, did you see? People were trying to cancel Ice Cube the other week. What? <laughs> yeah, they were trying to cancel him. Oh my god, no, I did. What was that about again? He um, well, he was he's like got this like multi-million, it might even be billion dollar, um, company thing that he's like working with that are trying to like pump money into Black America. And well, I don't know if you know, but like back in like the early nineteen hundreds, like Black America was like it's own thing right. like there was like a black wall street and like you know black owned specifically black businesses yeah i remember the um yeah and, and these communities that, yeah. were thriving man they were making a lot of money they were having successful lives shit got burned down by the kkk and you know government enforcement and what have you but mm. so what what this company is doing they're trying to pump money into like black originated businesses like schooling all the rest of it yeah they met with joe biden and joe biden was like Come talk to me after the election. Mm. See what we can do. And then Trump promised like a load of money straight away to Ice Cube and like the corporations. So obviously it's like if you really want to make change, if you get offered to have a meeting with the president, you're going to take it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like if you actually, because here's the thing, we live in the age of, of social media activism and performative activism. And it's like whatever sounds good on Instagram, post that. Oh, but if yeah. you want to make actual change, like institutional change 
and the president offers to meet you. If you say no, you're a bit of a dickhead. Exactly. And bro, no one thought Joe Biden was going to win the election. In all honesty, no one thought Joe Biden was going to win the election. So if you, if anyone was in Ice Cube's position with an inkling of common sense, they would meet with Donald Trump. Exactly. And it's like, bro, he was getting called Uncle Tom. Oh, this my and days. That. Bro, it just needs to... This, people need to like, fucking grow on. up, innit, mate? Literally. <laughs> They're not thinking about the bigger picture in that, where the change comes from. No, 100%. It's fucking ridiculous. Also, I want to I wanna put a disclaimer up there. Because I remember this was pissing me off a few months ago. Go for it. The fucking rioting that was going on. Mm. Big up to George Floyd. God bless his soul. Um, the fucking rioting. Right, I'm getting another can. I, I completely understand that people will not tolerate that shit that yeah. happened to that man. Yeah. But... It's, do you know what I mean? Like, life is just repeating itself from fucking LA riots. Bro, things have not changed. That's the problem. Like, things haven't changed with the police. And even in, we, we don't see it in Plymouth, but even in places like London, you get fucking. Oh my days, yeah. Like, stop and such. That is a racist scheme. You get, like, massive, really well-organised protests. And then there's fucking obscene rioting. And destroying buildings and what, but bro, it's what like, kind of... but bro, it's like literally when you're coming from the from the absolute bottom, mm. and bro, when you see someone getting killed on TV, I mean, listen, we don't know, we're not black, but I just feel like if you're a black kid and you're seeing a black guy getting killed on TV by a police officer who's yeah. white, you do just put yourself in them shoes, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like. You, and and the police officer represents the whole system of America. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole sort of idealization and of like the American image. So then you're like, fuck it, this I'm gonna burn down the buildings and I'm yeah. gonna like smash up a car. It just shows also the intense power of social media because how many people do you reckon that have been rioting and protesting were actually there when it happened? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like loads of people, probably millions of people have been rioting protesting yeah this that the other and they've all seen just the video they've all just seen a video on instagram or something like shit that isn't that is intense power that social media holds in our society now do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing like i think that social media has that power i think it's relatively um i don't know man because thing is you know these gore accounts yeah. Like, this really yeah, fucked up yeah, shit. You yeah. see people get shot in that. Yeah, like live leaks and shit. Yeah, yeah. It it can really distress people. It could distress a weaker mind yeah. than, than what me and you possess, yeah. for sure. Do you want to elaborate on how we first met? Because it's through, All right, listen, it's the, through first, this shit. the first um, <laughs> conversation between me and Ryan that's active in my brain was um, we were in math class in year 10. Year 10, yeah. Early year 10. And um, we hadn't spoken. Ryan was a little bit jealous of me because I was a smooth talker, and a lot of a lot of the females in the school liked That's me. That's true. I hold my hand up to that. You know, I was a closeted faggot at the time. And um, <laughs> we're sat in math, and Ryan's having a bit of a laugh, whatever. And he comes over and shows me this video on Instagram, and it's one of the gore accounts, and it's just a guy walking up to a chicken like a rooster, yeah, with a shotgun, <laughs> and just. Blows the motherfucker away. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And oh. I was like, full on shouting bro down. Like, you went skits. In the middle of the lesson. 
I mean, that was like, what the fuck? Why would you show me that? To be fair, that was commonplace in that school, though. Like, Wait, didn't you go to a fucking... I don't know if it was a teacher or a student. You're like, but Ryan just showed me this. What the fuck? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I was like, what the fuck? Ryan's a fucking sick, twisted puppy, man. What the <laughs> fuck? And now look at us. Bum chums. Bum chums. <laughs> it was a funny video, like, looking back on it. But it was just... I wasn't... Um... You were a weak of mine, then. I, to, well, I don't to, know. I don't to know. a chicken bro, getting blasted. The shit, the shit people used to do in Bonnies, to be fair. <laughs> but I'd like grown, I'd pushed away from it by year 10. I'd been away from Bonnies. I forgot that people watched that shit. But you know, bro, in St. Bo- I feel like there's going to be quite a few boys of a similar age range to us listening to this podcast. So I'm going to mention it. One man, one jar. One man, one screwdriver. <laughs> we all saw it in, in year We've 7, all seen year it, 8. Bro. That shit was brutal. And... I feel like maybe some people listening to this don't know what it is. Um, we're not. <laughs> this is an explicit podcast, so I'm gonna say Google it. Yeah, give it a watch if you want. I wouldn't. At, but your, like, own, at your own risk. If you manage to watch the whole thing, um, not for the fame slide into my DMs because you're ready for the bedroom antics <laughs> that go on here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Man. Like, listen, don't watch it. It's, um, it's great, bro. Do you know what? One time, yeah, like the last time my sister came to this house because she like never comes here. Mm. My older sister, she like moved away quite a while ago. She like, I mean, she still lives in Plymouth, but she never comes here. Big up. I remember we um we came, we were like sat down eating tea. Yeah. And I was gonna just put on like a shitty film because this was when I wasn't really interested in proper film. Okay. And um, my sister's like, oh, put on a foreign film, bro. Dead ass, middle of the fucking front room. Me and my, and my sister sitting down to eat dinner. I fucking whacked on two guys, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> my sister recognised her like straight away. She was like, get it off! Ah, 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 it's such an That's funny oh. part. But, you showed her. Right, Ryan. Hello. What would you change, like, before the world implodes, before we all meet our impending doom, mm. what would you change about the world, like? An idealistic utopia. How does that look? In oh, the mind of, of Ryan Davis. I'd love to decrease poverty. Decrease poverty. Mm. That's an easy one to say. Well, it's just <laughs> looking at looking at where... Looking at where Feed we... The kids. <laughs> Feed the children. Looking at where we are and the people that we know. You're a communist bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on, go on. Looking at where we are and some of the people that we know, mm. the life experiences we've had. Yeah. It's just kind of shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I would wish better for, for people. I feel like, do you know what? Like, right, always talk about this to people that, like, don't really understand what it's like to grow up on, like, an estate and shit. And mm. it's like, I am, like, out of everyone that I grew up with yeah. on the estate, obviously I had friends of different classes through school and stuff because when you live in a big city, yeah, one street can be, like, heavily impoverished and then the next street is like yeah literally right here though isn't four it? story houses literally yeah, so the next street, street over so this street that i live on currently was one of the most like deprived streets in the city and then around the corner is literally like the street that is attached to this street is one of the most wealthy streets everyone owns their homes blah blah, blah. everyone that i like hung out with on this estate bro i'm the only one that hasn't ended up either in a jail cell mm. or in care yeah and it's like that's fucked do you know what i mean yeah man that is that is messed up, and probably I could have gone down that road if I didn't have a wise mother. Do you know if what I mean? If you weren't an absolute punk motherfucking. If I wasn't a little guy. fanny pussy faggot bitch that was 
never really getting involved in in all the physical confrontations and such, and didn't speak like some wordy dirty posh faggot. Yeah. Then um, bro, some weird bit. shit happened to my estate. Like mm. someone stabbed their husband. Ugh. This guy got raided by the police because mm. he, he was a he was a dealer. And he yeah. tried. He broke his leg trying to jump out the window. <laughs> Fucking hell! Some weird shit always happens, bro. You got anything else you'd change? Is there anything else I would change like, aside from poverty? Everything, like the whole structure of the world, and how. I mean, not the world. More specifically, like the th- you know third world, like how things happen and. and right. So I think. Culturally, every, obviously, every continent, every country will be different. Yeah, but I right. think I would raise up the lower class and bring down the higher class. Just have like a... There's just one thin line that we're all on. That's equality, bro. But bro, I don't know if that's equality, though. I feel like... If, if we you, all live I the feel same... Like if you let everyone start the same, that's equality, right? Yeah. But then... Yeah. Right, here's the thing, bro. I had a conversation a while ago. Big up Terence James Bickerton if he's listening, but talking to terry a while ago this a few months ago but i've just like this conversation stuck in my head and it really like annoyed me at first but this guy lives in like a four-story bristolium townhouse right Mm. mint little house and um he was like talking to me about my house and shit and he's like you've only got one bathroom like that's so unfair what i'm like yeah sure and he's like it's just not fair like we haven't even started life yet, and I'm already so far ahead of you, right? What the fuck? And I'm like, right, okie dokie, but here's the thing. My viewpoint on that is like, well, yeah, but I am I personally think I'm going to finish ahead of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if we start at the exact same place, if everyone starts at the exact same place, everyone has to finish at the exact same place. Yeah. But every, for the next generation to start at the same place, you feel me? So yeah. whatever we do... You can't like, and that's what I think is is a good thing about having that like having the background that we have is like you just have that motivation to like, if you're not like working, you're working on something else. Do you know what I mean? You always yeah. got that like. There's like a drive ambition. for. Sh- there's a drive, isn't it? Well, yeah, because you know, bro, and that's I don't know if you look if you've seen any Jordan Peterson, but what he says about like hierarchies and like the modern capitalist structure that we live in is like. The good thing about a hierarchy is you're always running towards something. And if you've been at the bottom, you know what you're running from. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Holy shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're running away from and you have the image of what you're running towards. That man gets cancelled way too much for saying the truth. Bro, the guys that... Listen, I don't agree with what he says about transgender rights and stuff. I wouldn't know anything about that. I know that. But Jordan Peterson is a wise man. Like, he is a wise man and he knows a lot of stuff. And a lot, bro, his book really, like, opened my eyes to a lot of, a lot of like, the workings of the modern world. He's a very intelligent guy. I know who you're heavily in, uh, influenced by. Go on. Sir Ben Shapiro. Uh, Ryan, you are talking rubbish, and uh, <laughs> I hope you don't repeat that, because uh, you might make my pussy wet. Uh... <laughs> Everyone is out to cancel you now. They got you. Fuck Ben Shapiro, he's a... Fucking flannel. Try and do your best Ben Shapiro impression. Um, just talk about really dumb. So talk about really. Okay, dumb... so guys, welcome to the Ben Shapiro show. And Rihanna just put out a song about her boobies. Um, <laughs> we're in America, Monday America. My children could be sat in the car, and the radio will play Rihanna talking about her 
big pierced nipple titties. <laughs> this is America, okay? We don't live in, in, in a slut-filled world, okay? We live in the modern-day America. People don't want to hear about Rihanna's nipple piercing titties, okay? My children of age 11 and 10 do not want to hear about Rihanna's pierced nipples, okay? They want to hear about children's stories and no, cartoons. No, 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 no. There's more pauses. It's like... Oh, like, there is, isn't there? Rihanna. We don't Rihanna? Want to t- we don't hear about your pierced nipple titties. Pierce nipple titties? <laughs> Yeah, that guy's a funny motherfucker. He's a fucking weirdo, though. Have you seen that video he... of him laughing? And it's like... Yeah, well, I'm fucking... It's like... A... Yeah, it's bro, fucking weird. Bro, there's like this one character in South Park that he looks just like... There's like this character... There was like an episode of South Park about like safe spaces. There's this one character that like tries to invade everyone's safe space. <laughs> and he looks just like Pensy Fair when he laughs. Bro, it's so funny. It's so funny. It is hilarious. Ben Shapiro invaded my safe space through my computer. Bro, here's what you don't understand about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I mean, you understand it. It's, it's clear in the way that the man conducts himself. Mm. He was a virgin until he met his wife. Because that's his religion. And I'm not one for shit. Is and he religion, religious? But fuck religion. Yeah, he's, he's a massive Jew. <laughs> that sounded... Listen, I've had two cans. I'm not saying fuck Jews. I'm saying fuck every religion. Religion as a... Period. I'm not exclude, and I always think, bro, this is a good one to touch on. If I was in the Middle East, I'd shit on, I'd shit on it a lot more. Yeah. But in in our country, Islam is the minority. Islamists are the minority. Yeah. And it's always better to punch up than to punch down. You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't punch down. Fuck all religions, still. But I'm not going to go out of my way to just constantly criticize Muslim people. When they're when they're the minority in the country, because that's just it's just, just not something you do, is it? You know, if you're really confident in what you're saying, you can punch up. You don't have to punch down. Exactly. You got it's weird as well because people will chat so much about um um sorry, might just die um, about like religions and uh, especially from the Middle East. Yeah, and it will talk about them like talk down on them so much and they don't even know what they're talking about they're just Literally. doing it because they think oh all people from the middle east are all oh, oh, muslims or oh, bloody hell and then they, they'll throw all their racist racist slurs and yeah, yeah. fucking go out of their way to dehumanize them yeah for sure and they don't even know why they're doing it they're just doing it because fucking mm. oh oh apparently that's that's the thing that we do well Bro, it's double standards, isn't it? Because like people like Tom Robinson mm. will talk about like the Quran and shit, and they will interpret every single word as like gospel fact. But then in the Bible, it's like rape your wife, <laughs> fucking kill gay men, kill gays, and don't get tattoos, and oh, yeah. loads of contradictory shit on top of that. But that's all like, oh, it's metaphorical and it doesn't actually mean that exactly. It's open for interpretation. Who, if it's that, then why is that? Why is it not the same way for the Quran? Who, like, who wrote the Bible? Sorry? I'm going to look that I reckon up. Stephen King, to be honest. <laughs> it's pretty booky. Like, I think it's a Stephen King. I do think it's a Stephen King. Who wrote the Bible? Oh, shit. I didn't click it. I wrote, who wrote the Declaration of Independence? Also, Stephen King. He wrote the Bible. According to both the Jewish and Christian dogma, the books of Genesis, Exodus, and other ones, all written by Moses in about 1300 BC. 
Right, so apparently one guy wrote that. So apparently Moses is a real person. But look, I agree about the Bible that that shit is open for interpretation if you want to believe in it. Like, it doesn't... (laughs) Someone wrote a book called Who Wrote the Bible? (laughs) Ah, Their own book on who wrote the Bible. Listen, if you want to interpret the Bible in a different way to, to help you with a moral code to conduct your life, that's absolutely fine. But, like, you don't have to, like, if you're going to say that the Bible is open for interpretation, then say the same about the Quran and all the other scriptures, right? Like, don't be, don't have double standards about it. That's just fucking dumb. I think it's also very um, wise to take time before, say if you um you grow up without a religion and you think, okay, religion might be the way. Okay? Yeah, for that. So if someone goes into your religion, you need to, you can't go into it blindly, bro. You need to actually really think about and follow your beliefs because i used to go around saying oh fuck what was it um oh i'm a buddhist i'm a buddhist i knew that was coming every teenager is a buddhist every yeah. teenager's like yeah i'm a buddhist yeah oh i smoked a little weed oh, i smoked some weed i Listen, smoked I'm a weed. fucking buddhist do you remember i'm not gonna say the name but she was always banging on about fucking buddhist was it always <laughs> always banging on about she's a buddhist i said like, no you're not you you haven't you haven't read the the relevant literature on Buddhism and Buddhism though and then uh, I smoked a little more weed and there was obviously a raster <laughs> and then you smoked a little bit more and you were like fuck I'm Joe Rogan <laughs> <laughs> big up to Joe Rogan as well because yeah. I probably he's probably inspired me to do a podcast but I think the thing is Joe Rogan changed the entire landscape of podcasts yeah in the sense of like we a load of the podcasts we listen to now probably won't be happening if it wasn't for Joe Rogan. No, I think actually no, as alongside um Joe Rogan, you know who inspired me to like podcasts? God. Do you remember the Yogs cast? Nah. The, the they used to be like I remember a, everyone talking about the Yogs cast. I they, all of my friends listening to it, but they were YouTube uh, like Minecraft YouTubers back yeah, when we were yeah, kids. Yeah. And they also had a podcast, but they would talk about really funny shit. Nah, I never. And I used to love to it, that as a kid. Everyone used to talk about it. I remember, like everyone would. It's so weird. You wouldn't expect a kid to listen to podcasts, would you? No, you wouldn't really, would you? And this audience that we have set out here is definitely not for the um under. I don't know. Do you know what? Fourteen, bro. When I was like thirteen, fourteen, I used to always listen to um Talk Is Jericho, which was Chris Jericho's podcast. Oh fucking hell! I was massively into wrestling as a kid. WWE. Oh yes, we and. To be fair, me and Ryan were watching it again last night, first time in a while. Mankind versus The Rock, I quit match, nineteen ninety nine. That Rumble. shit is fucking mental. Yeah, that shit was that was really that, fucking intense. That bro. is a piece of art. That is an artistic endeavor between two individuals smashing the living fuck out of each other. And it is amazing and it's going down in history. Fucking mankind is just Bro, Mankind is of, a Mankind beast. is one of a kind, bro. He is Big he up to Mick like, Foley, another plug. Yeah, big Mick up Foley's to Mick Foley. Bro, oh. WWE. Where was I going with this? That's why I should drink. You said it was. Podcast. You said it was um, monumental, like in history. Yeah, no, no. Before history. this, before this, we're talking about right. Listen, <laughs> talk is Jericho. Oh the yes, guy used to get like all of the wrestlers on his podcast. They're all banned from going on it now. I'm good. I'm good. I haven't finished. Oh yeah, you can you can smash that can out, buddy. Last can, bro. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho. So the guy like would get all of the relevant wrestlers on his podcast, 
But then when Chris Jericho joined AEW, they were like, mm. Vince McMahon banned everyone from going on his podcast. Mm. But before yeah, that, I listened like to almost every episode. I remember the one episode that I like, listened to like five times when I was like 13. Oh, shit. When Finn Balor went on it. Oh, Finn never, Balor I was like my favourite. Bro, the demon. The oh, demon we should King. probably shout out that we have seen yeah. Shawn Michaels and Triple H. HBK, but here's the thing. Fuck Triple H. He didn't come out. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he fucking came like a... Shawn Michaels. We saw chat. Shawn Michaels hit Sweet Gin Music three, three freaking times. times bro. In, in a row, back in to a back. Row, in our hometown. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, emphasise how much that moment meant to me. Because yeah. HBK has been my favourite mm. forever. Like, he was my first favourite. He still is. And I thought I would never see... I used to ask my mum, oh, for Christmas or my birthday or something, can you get, like, some... Like, can I see HBK? <laughs> can you get, like, a personalised video from HBK or something? I used to, like, worship that motherfucker, bro. And now I've actually got to see him in person. Mm. And that man was only, like, 20 metres away from me, bro. We were really close to the front as well. Yeah, we were, bro. That was amazing. And we had a sign that I made. What was it? DX, are you ready? Are you ready? Because that's when DX were getting back together, wasn't it, recently? Oh, man. It's just so... Like, Shawn Michaels was just incredible. The way his body works is really interesting. It's a shame about his hair, isn't it? He looks like me. He still has it, though. He still has it. Obviously, he's not as agile and... and, um, He's not quite up to par. He's not got the stamina anymore, but he's... We were, talk, we were talking about this last night. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon at WrestleMania. That oh, yeah. match championship. Yeah. Mate, that that match is second to none in terms of ladder matches. And I know anyone that's listening now that that um, is interested in me is now not interested in me. <laughs> but listen, I don't care. Authenticity is key in this in the in the modern world. Oh, man. It's just, uh, I think it's just a shame how WWE is going at this moment. It's kind of going south. It's not as legendary or iconic as it as it once was. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. But we live and learn. I'm not even massively into WWE anymore. I will go back and watch the classic matches from time to time, like last night. But um, I don't know. Kind of interesting and more shit now, I guess. Just growing up a bit. Yeah, I feel that it's it's a time consuming thing to just be dedicated to a sport like that. Even boxing. Also, shout out to Mike Tyson. He's returning to the ring. Oh, next big up to Mike Tyson. Bro. We'll be getting pissed for that one. 100%. Yeah, we are getting fucked up next week. It's next week, right? Yeah, next weekend, next Sunday. Oh, that's gonna be monumental. Mike Tyson returning to the ring with a uh, Jones Jr. with a left hook. With a left hook. Left hook. You have any right, predictions? What's that combo he does? Oh yeah, Mike Tyson's gonna. Um... My prediction for this is that Mike Tyson will knock him out around the fourth round, knock out Roy Jones Jr. But if not, Roy Jones Jr. will probably do him in the... Actually, do you know what? It might be like a 10-round fight. It might be like a five-round fight. It might I don't be think like either a, of them have the stamina to keep going for a whole time. I think Roy Jones does because Roy Jones is, is slim and mm. defined and he's always been like that. Yeah. I think if it goes past five rounds, if it's more than a five-round fight, Roy Jones Jr. will probably do him or win him on points. Yeah. Because... Tyson never does well in the later rounds, but no, he's if always, not, always Mike Tyson game. will um smash the guy to bits in the first four rounds, but they're both incredible athletes at the end of the day. It's really a test to Jones, isn't it? Because if he makes it past the first four rounds, then it's his it's his game, isn't it? Mm. It's his game to play. <laughs> well, I mean, we and watched... if not, Tyson will come, bro. Because have you seen both... his new training videos are like 
Wow, they're almost as good Bro, as his like see, golden have you, highlights. Have you seen when he train how he trains his neck? What no? Give me a frame. That's Give me a frame. Right. I'll let I'll edit this bit out, but look. Guys, I won't edit it out actually. I'll edit that bit out where I said I'll edit it out. Right. So So you just guys, contradicted yourself. <laughs> guys, for any of you that are listening to this, go right now while listening to this podcast. Go on YouTube and type in Mike Tyson training his neck and you will understand why Ryan is so grossed out by this. By this video I'm about to show him. Oh, what the fuck? Look at that. That is is rather weird. How how fucking crazy is that? That is... Do you know how big his neck was? 22 inches wide. (laughs) Swear to God. 22 inches wide. Look at that. That is so weird. His nose is touching the bloody board. That's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> oh, you're never going to see me doing that. I'll tell you, I'll bro, tell you what. Apparently Joshua does the same thing now. <clears throat> 20.5 inch neck. Bro. bro he I doesn't have a it. neck. It's just, it just goes to his body. It's like Brock Lesnar back in 2002. Oh my, it's like Brock Lesnar. Period. Here's what we need to talk about. Just before we started recording this podcast, Ryan got ah. a message from his girlfriend. Um... She asked him to meet up. He couldn't. She said, oh, that's fine. I just needed to talk. Any updates, Ryan? Do you want to check your phone? Yeah, let's see how it, Let's see if I'm in the shit. I, I, I also messaged Jeb before we started, and I said, about to do the podcast, and she said, I hope you're having fun. And then I just sent a video of us talking into the mic. So um, nothing more from that. I think she's kind of dodging. But Guys, regardless. By the time this comes out, we'll know. Ryan will, if, if Ryan Ryan's will be been dumped or not, so I'll edit in. I'll say beep, and after the beep, there will be an edit of me telling you if Ryan got dumped <laughs> or if he didn't. So everyone, drop an F in the chat if I do. Beep. Okay, so for clarity, Ryan did in fact get dumped by his girlfriend. So rip R O P S in the chat for Ryan. Um, I mean, what more can I say? Go give him a big kiss if you see him in the street. All right, safe. Now that we're safe <laughs> and secure in the knowledge of Ryan's relationship future, um, there we go. We have it. Um, I tell you what, Ryan, bro. I feel like we haven't touched on any of your music yet. Is that we what haven't you're spoken about? about it? Let's fucking let's talk about it. That's what you do. Yeah, you do you make music? Yeah, man. Let's talk about it. So yeah. I'm more than happy to talk about it. What 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 I said you want to touch upon? Is there any is there anything in because obviously for the very start, mm. I've obviously been attached to you when I'm making music, and as I've got Yay. bigger, yeah, brilliant. I've obviously distanced because I've been making it away from you. Yeah, for that. Is there any like is there anything that make like you have to? I'm slurring my words, right? Slurring your words. Is there nervous. anything um you kind of like? Questions like, "Oh shit, what did he just say?" I wonder what he was thinking when he wrote that. Bro, to be honest, I think you need to. Has there been any questionable bars, bro? Not, I don't think there's been questionable bars, but I think the Spotify thing, mm. the album was all mixed up. Oh yeah, 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 I know. Right, I took it off stores. I think I need to check actually if it did come off stores because my my girlfriend messaged me. Oh, all right. Listen, we've got an update on the girlfriend situation. It's breaking news. She's having a spliff. Oh! oh! <laughs> 4.20! What's the time? 
Um, it's it's half twelve. It's half twelve. No four twenties just yet, my young lins. We still got four hours to go. I think well, I'm gonna three hours. I think I'm bunging a zoot with my minutes. my father later. You bunging a zoot? Do you know mm. what? I have a I have a couple zoots ready in the fucking thing. What? I got a bag of weed ready in the thing. As soon as you leave here, I'm bro. Going to have a Sunday spliff. Walk. Do you know what? It's lovely walking up to Blockhouse Park and having a spliff. And just looking out at all of the cars and stuff. Yeah. Going over Plymouth. Anyone that lives in Plymouth, I recommend going to Blockhouse Park at half three. Normally five o'clock, but now it's getting dark at half four. Yeah, man. Half three. Go and sit at the top of Blockhouse Park. Smoke a spliff. Oh, man. And yes. just sit there and look. I'll, that's one of my spots, bro. It's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. Bro, man. put things into perspective, it's man. It's a fucking mission, though. It is a mi- from here. It's a mission. From here, from it's here. definitely a mission. Especially yeah. walking back when you've had a split. Yeah, it's a slow one. And what I do is, there's a basically the, the biggest hills in Plymouth are leading up to this park. So you go down St Levin's Hill and then you go up Ford Hill. Oh yeah, it's just a massive. And that valley. is just a ball ache, right? But here's the thing, I don't take those hills on the way back. I take them on the way there, but on the way back, you cut I'll, down. I go from Stoke Village. Yeah, and cut down towards Central Park. Yeah, and then take my way home from Central Park, so the hills are less. Wise than move, mean. mate. Because those hills, man. Because Plymouth is lake. just hills, man. It's hills. It's such hills. I feel so bad for all the skaters in Plymouth. Because if you're not at the skate park or going directly to town, like man, I can't. I'm, I'm pretty shit at skating, but when I try, I only ever go Central or Civic. Well, literally, because you. I cannot, don't even go Prime Skate Park. Air, there's no flat ground here. You get like yeah. you can find like the odd like minute of flat path yeah like and Ke- then there's that a hill strip on key next to st levin's and that yeah you yeah, can probably yeah. skate along that road yeah back and forth a few times yeah <laughs> but it's like you need more oh yeah back on my music i did take the album off of uh, spotify yeah but it is out on soundcloud because i felt like when i when i put it out it came out midnight and um, yeah bigger luca nah fuck that nah. yeah no no no, no. <laughs> shout out to luca what's his uh right oh yeah. jay Big that's it. Right, bro, drop me SoundCloud as well. Drop me SoundCloud, your Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Spotify. My spell, just spell the young blood, the hunter. My Spotify is my all my artistry, um, music pages are all caps, young, spelled correctly, and then blood is spelled B L U D. But isn't that, is there a finger space in between those? There's a space in between every word. Bro, I still have finger space like a child. I know, carry on. And then, and then there's duh. Like D A D A and then space boom H U N T A Hunter Hunter and then um the people are ice? freezing boom. and the water Hunter. is warm and the ice caps are melting. What will happen when and they're, they're gone? gone? Will he... shout out Isaac Coleman, Larry the Human, Larry Pink, Larry Larry Pink, Pink I think yeah. that's his name. Big up the slaves anyway. The slaves, man. We don't. You got me into the slaves, and I'm not gonna lie. I feel like such a British little punk when I listen to him, bro. Mate, that's the way you need to feel. Do you know what? Speaking of punk music, every time I go to the shop, I always listen to either Slaves or Rage Against the Machine hmm. so that I don't buy any shit, buy any junk food. Yeah. Because I'm so inclined to just buy a load of chocolate and just wolf it down. Yeah. But listening to punk... The Slaves, they they, slaves, they, they tell you. Bro, different. more Rage Against the Machine because you listen to Rage Against the Machine and it's like, eating the food that they tell you! <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, yeah, fuck all that fucking shit. But as soon as I'm in the shop, it's a different story. Like, see, that's you wanna, the point. You want to consume that shit, bro. It's like reality TV, chocolate, fucking bullshit food that just fattens you up and doesn't give you any nutritional health benefits. Mm. That's reality TV. Mm. 
It's fucking shit for you. Yeah, you is. gain nothing from it, but it's enjoyable. It's a quick pow. Like, it's a quick fucking Tyson uppercut. It is. It's a, it's reality, a, it's a first mean? round knockout. It is. It is, but you gain nothing from it. You get dizzy from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. too much sugar, too much reality TV. They're both not good for you. One's not good for the soul. One's not good for the body. Yeah. But what's not good for the body is not good for the soul. So I guess eating there's a, bad there's food There's a whole is contradiction worse. there. And you just got, I guess... But I guess not, because if you think about it logistically, what's not good for the body, if you just eat chocolate all the time, mm. you're going to die sooner anyway. But if you have a really good diet and just sit and watch reality TV for your whole life... Well, yeah. You're going to live longer, but you've got no need. So you're doing no is consuming. Yeah. You, you're making a quick buck for the big wigs at uh, ITV. Is it ITV or Channel 4 that do combine with me? It's ITV. Yeah, it's ITV. That's your purpose in life. So, fuck it. If you're going to watch reality TV all day and, you know, post on Facebook about how you hate your husband and all the rest of it, you might as well eat shit because... Yeah, you point? can eat shit if you're a What's the point consumer? in living life? If you're a consumer, bro, eat shit. Keep eating your shit. Bro, when do you think the government are going to come out and say, like, all right, people just need to die a bit now? When we're they, when, when, we're the, when the people start enjoying Young Blood the Hunter's music, damn, that's why. That's when the revolution's coming. Yeah, Ryan's gonna be the spearhead. Yeah, of the revolution that's slowly born. You know, I realized that I became a massive hypocrite. The only thing I regret about dropping out of college. Yeah, so just for those of you that don't know, Ryan is now officially a college dropout. Yeah, he's on the Kanye West movement. To be fair, every rap, every successful rapper did drop out of college. Well, that's just like me. a Carla. All the rest of them did. Yeah, but he's he's successful in his own right. Yeah, he's a different kind of He's a different kind of breed, bro. Because he's he's not like massive in the rap game. No, but he's but he's successful. He's definitely he's got noticed, isn't he? He's definitely yeah, he's his words have been heard. He's big for real, but he's not huge. <sighs> he was that guy you met again and bunged up with. Gets. Yeah. Shout out to Gets and shout out to Miss Banks. I'll um I can't really show you the picture on on an audio, but I met Getz and Miss Banks and shared some spliffs with them a few years ago when I was 16. And, um, yeah. Getz has got pretty big guys. now as well, isn't Bro, he? Bro, Getz was way bigger than, like, you don't know about the UK scene, but Getz was fucking huge. Getz was, like, the guy was it? of UK music Was he, like, back Stormzy in the day. level clout? Nah. Well, because no one has been Stormzy level clout, but, like, in the UK, yeah. he was big. Like, in the UK scene, he was yeah. big. Not in the mainstream, but, like, people fuck with Getz, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Have you heard that new song he did with Skepta? That shit was I good, don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. Well, like that you said, I'm not good. really all in touch with the UK scene. I'm more of an American hip-hop-influenced yeah. kind of guy. I but like... I will give credits, and this is who I will big up plug. Go on. Koji Radical, bro. Koji Radical. That motherfucker knows what he's saying. Bro, Koji Radical is fucking amazing. I said, fuck your feelings. Better know where I come from. I've never waited too long. Bro, KJ Radical is amazing. Shout out to KJ Radical. All right. So how did you? Because you showed me that song and you showed me. Bro, this is an interesting one. How did you? I was bro. I was on a. I went to a um a London trip. To a. I was on a school trip to London, um, and we were doing like an. I was doing like a conversational piece in the Tate Modern. So um, any future employers, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> I was doing a conversational piece in Tate Modern, which is very, um, 
you know. But right after the conversation we had about smoking the place with gets there we go. <laughs> it's bro, it's the versatility of my lifestyle. And um we're on the way back in the coach. It's like a the school book title coach. Mm. And Matthew Bisco, shout out to Matthew Bisco because this is gonna yeah, his reputation because he's the deputy head of school now. But he let some guy who works in the chippy in his village get on the coach with us. What? And the guy sits next to me and he looks a bit like um I don't know if you know the guy who does those like vice documentaries. Rem- yeah. What's his name? Yeah. You know yeah, the one yeah. like the big one? Yeah, yeah. The big one with the beard? Yeah. Um sound guy. Um looks just like him. What? And we're sat he sat next to me on the coach. Right. This is pre-corona times. You know, you could sit next to people on the coach that you didn't know and stuff. And um, and we're talking about music. And the guy just pulls out these headphone splitters, which I'd never seen a headphone splitter before. You know right. headphone splitters? Yeah, yeah. You can plug two headphones into yeah, yeah, your phone. Them, yeah. And he um gives them to me. And I plug my headphones in. He plugs his headphones in. I put them in my phone. And he's like, get up, Kojay Radical. You'll love him. Put us on that song. And I'm like, whoa. Because I was really into like J. Cole like, and Kendrick at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, you had a massive, fuck? like, you had a massive soulful hip hop stage with the whole J. Cole. Bro, I still Kendrick. really, I still really fuck with Kendrick. I still like J. Cole, not as much, but. I think I've felt fallen off of J. Cole. I like, I still like. Oh, Kendrick. fuck. That reminds me. Kendrick's album is coming soon. That's what they've been saying for time, though. They've been saying that for a long time. They I think it's coming up before long. the end of the year. I hope so. Apparently, uh, Rick Rubin's producing it, right? Oh, shit, is it? That would be dope. That'll yeah, be that dope. would be dope. Bro, he did Marshall Mathers LP2, which I really liked. He also liked. did People shot Red Hot Chili Peppers. He did... Um, Big Blood, up Rick Blood Rubin. Sugar, Sex, Magic, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. And Californication, yeah. Californication. Yeah, Rick Rubin is a... He's yeah. really and, an underrated I mean, come on, Beastie Boys as well. Yeah. We're sleeping on the Beastie Boys here. If it wasn't for Rick Rubin, we might not even know the Beastie Boys as we know them now. That guy, bro, he looks so funny now, doesn't he? He's a, like he's a funny. No, he looks like a. Fucking, he's a wisdomic. He bloke. looks like he belongs in a biker gang. Yeah, defo. He looks like the guy in the biker gang that like pacifies everyone and like <laughs> calms everyone down in the middle of a fight. Like yes, he, he is. The, the situations. He's the pacifist of the biker gangs. Defo. I love him. I'd love to. Meet, I think that's. One I of the think people. I would love. Bro, follow so implodes, right? Five people that you that you would like to to know and meet and have a conversation with. Before before the world can they know, be collapses. dead? No, they can't be dead because that would be after the world implodes, wouldn't it? So they can't already be dead. Say so. Can I not go back in time and talk to him? No, no, I'm talking now. Right now, right now, right now. I would love to talk to five people. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the Rizzo. Obviously, that's he a big would one. fucking blow my mind. Yeah. Jizza. Jizza. He would absolutely blow my back out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Um, we love the Jizza. Just because I think they're both the most wisest from the Wu-Tang. Uh, those are the two I'd love to talk to from Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Probably, I don't know who's alive that actually has a massive influence on me right now. Um, and it doesn't always have to be fucking rappers as well. But I know that's where I find a lot of inspiration from. Actually, I'd love to talk to Stephen King. Yeah, to be fair. I would love to talk to Stephen King. I mean, King. some people say he didn't write all his books, but I think he did. And the guy's just a... I mean, he wrote Carrie. He wrote It. Yeah. For fuck's sake. The guy's incredible. He has, a, he, has a, he has a lot of shit on his mind, doesn't he? Yeah, man. And a lot of these books came out in short periods of time. Yeah. He put a lot out, like fucking rapid fire. He's got like how many books? I don't even know. <sighs> 
Probably like so fucking many, bro. Probably more than fifty. He's got a lot of books. He's got a lot. Man's of got books. books. Man got books though. I don't know who the last two honestly would be. Fuck Come him. on. Ah. Uh, probably Dre. Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre. Yeah, I thought that. I feel like he's learned a lot. Yeah. He's. He knows a lot of bringing. I mean, he knows a lot of stuff about the industry and like how to survive it. And even, like, you know, he's gone through divorce and stuff. You can talk to him about that. Yeah. And he's just a cool guy. He's probably got a lot of inside stories about yeah. stuff. Right, one more. Oh, man. Bro, come on. Anthony Kiedis. Cosmo Jarvis. Cosmo Jarvis. I feel that. I fuck with that. Cosmo Jarvis. Shout out to Cosmo Jarvis. Big up to Cosmo. I wanted to talk about this, bro. Go on. Cosmo Jarvis. Go on. You have to, you have to respect your local artists, bro. I mean, yeah, but... Where's it, only if you where is them? it again? Um... It's, it's just up the road, isn't it? It's Devin, just up yeah. the road on the train. Um, what was it like? Fucking Gunners, nah, it wasn't Gunners Lake. It was um, close. I'm googling it. But he was born in America, wasn't he? And then he, was he moved here, America, or was yeah. it the other way around? No, no, no. no yeah, he was yeah, born in America. Right. Yeah. He's on Peaky Blinders now, so a lot of people are gonna know him as Peaky Blinders. Yeah. But we knew him as he plays Barney in the fifth season. Our of Peaky mate, Blinders. our mate Arthur Byram was in one of his music videos. See, as a kid, and I've looked through all the music videos, and I can't find it. I bro, can't find the it. man Arthur Byron. He was in Newton it. Abbott. Newton Abbott. So that's literally just up the road. Yeah. On the train. Shout out to Cosmo Jarvis. Honestly, if you like a bit of, I don't know how to. It's like alternative. Um, it's like an alternative rock amongst I other different like genres. If if you took the drums and bass away from the Chili's, you get Cosmo Jarvis. Yeah. Like it's just good guitar, like good flowy stuff. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd recommend giving it a try. To yeah, any listeners, but um, bro, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, like because he was my first man crush, <laughs> and honestly, I don't know <laughs> if I'd love to be more of his bitch or his mate. I'm on the fence, bro. That's do you know what? No one talks about this. When you're gay, right? You never know. One hundred percent. Ryan just picked a hair off my face. <laughs> the gayest thing he's ever done. Um, Not when you're really. gay, you don't know, right? If you really fancy someone and really want to fuck someone, or if you just want to be them, mm. like there's a because there's a difference between a gay man having a crush and a man crush. Yeah. A gay man, you can still have a man crush. Like Anthony Kiedis, I have a big man crush. On oh him. my! I have a days. big man crush on Flea. No, no, no. Actually, instead of um, instead of Dre, I'll talk to Anthony Kiedis. I feel that. Yeah, I fuck with that. Yeah, I fuck with that. Definitely. But like, there's a difference between a man crush and a, I want to fucking fuck this guy crush. Two. Two very different things, you feel me? Mm. Two very different things. Bro, I'm dying for a piss. So am I. And I reckon we've... Should we wrap it up? How long have we been going? We've been we've been going a while, bro. Um, We've been going an hour. We got it. We got yeah, some man. good shit. We got some right. good shit. Right, listen. This was before the world implodes. Hopefully, if the world doesn't implode in the next 24 hours, you'll be able to bless your ears with this beautiful, beautiful podcast. If not then this was all for absolutely nothing and we wasted one of the 24 last hours of our life speaking into a microphone for no bloody reason when we could have been having a piss. We bloody could have. So thank listen, you for Listen, big thanks thank to everyone you. that we shouted out. Listen, go listen to um, Young Blood the Hunter on Spotify, you know, SoundCloud, whatever. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy today. Sweet, have a good one.